Hi there, I'm Councillor Glenn and this is my update for November 25th. I'm actually recording this the day before on a very sunny and cool Friday afternoon and I'm at Silas Bradley Park. This is I think the newest park in Stittsville. It opened a few weeks ago. It's in Eden Wild and uh, a great park. If you can have a look at this behind me, some uh, bright and colorful play structures and lots of them. And just set a camera, there's a, a rink and a basketball court and a big soccer field here and pathway system and so on. Um, we've had some questions about the, the rink over there. We're waiting for a electrical, electrical hookup from Hydro Ottawa uh, before it can operate as a skating rink for safety reasons uh, during the evening and so on. Hopefully that will happen soon and then we can get it opened up. And if you'd like to volunteer to help out at this rink at Silas Bradley Park or any of the other rinks around the community, please message me. You can email me or send me a message uh, over social media. Uh, we need some more volunteers to help out at a number of the rinks in our community. All of the outdoor rinks in Stittsville and across Ottawa are run 100% by volunteers. So thanks for your help with that. Uh, lots going on over the past week in Stittsville and beyond. Here in Stittsville, we had a minor fire on Snowy Owl uh, over in the Amberwood community. Thankfully, everyone got out okay and no major damage. And just east of here, near Fernbank and Shea, a plane had an emergency landing in a farmer's field, just a small uh, plane. Uh, every Everybody was okay. Uh, the plane landed safely, but uh, pretty unusual circumstance there. Before I get into some of the other updates, though, I wanted to make sure we mark that November 25th is the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Uh, this is an incredibly important topic. In fact, earlier this term, the uh, City of Ottawa City Council declared intimate partner violence an epidemic. And that was one of the recommendations from the uh, Lanark inquiry into the murder of three women recently. Um, and I was trying to think of, of, um, of things that residents could do in Stittsville. Certainly there are a number of, uh, of events and learning opportunities over the next couple of weeks on this topic. Uh, but if you can, I really wanna encourage you to make a donation to Chrysalis House. This is an emergency shelter that's operated by Western Ottawa Community Resource Centre and uh, they could definitely use your support. They do an incredible amount of good work in our community. Uh, so check out Western Ottawa Community Resource Centre and you can find a link to make a donation and direct that towards Chrysalis House and it's a small thing that you could do to make a difference uh, in the, uh, on the topic of the elimination of violence against women. Um, I got my flu shot and my COVID shot a little bit earlier. Uh, thank you to Dash at the Terry Fox Pharmacy at, uh, at Cope and Terry Fox. I got my flu shot in my left arm and my COVID shot in my right arm. And I, I do want to remind and ask people to go out and get vaccinated. There is a lot of respiratory virus circulating around the community. And uh, that, that vaccination could save you a few days off work or, or maybe even missing a, a family event over the holidays this year. Uh, they've got lots of walk-in spaces available at the Terry Fox Pharmacy and at pharmacies all over the place. Check out ottawapublichealth.ca for public clinics as well. Um, the other thing that Dash, the pharmacist, wanted me to remind folks is about, um, it's relatively new, it's been happening the last few years, last couple years. Uh, pharmacists can now help prescribe medication for a number of minor ailments 
urinary tract infections or eye infections, uh, uh, minor ailments. And uh, if you don't have a family doctor or you're having trouble getting an appointment at your doctor, this is a great alternative. So talk to your pharmacist and uh, they can tell you uh, what, what they're able to do to help out for some of these minor medical issues. It's an uh, excellent uh, way to augment our healthcare system. My cameras, I'm worried it's going to fall over here in the wind. It's a very windy day. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, this week I want to thank people who came out to our budget Q&A on Tuesday evening. We had Ciro Rogers, the city's chief financial officer, uh, walking us through the 2024 city budget. Lots of good questions from residents. And it's on YouTube. So if you check out my YouTube channel, you'll see it there. Um, and, uh, and yeah, if you have any other questions or feedback about the budget, please send it along. And I want to thank uh, residents on Lloyd Alex for coming to our meeting on Wednesday evening about the proposed traffic safety measures for Lloyd Alex. Uh, we haven't posted the video. Um, we, we usually don't for a meeting like that for, for privacy reasons, but uh, there is information on my website. And if you have any feedback, please contact me by phone or by email. We would love to hear from you. At City Hall, uh, I'm not on Environment Committee, but they, uh, they reviewed... Um, a number of things, the city budget, but also uh, some of our future waste uh, waste diversion um, strategy, and they made a decision to accelerate a review into alternatives to landfills. So I know a number of you have been asking what the city is doing to look into incineration or waste to energy. There are a lot of different technologies out there. Uh, we were going to be doing this anyways, but the committee decided to uh, move up that report, accelerate that, that research and investigation so we can get some recommendations on that as soon as possible. Um, so that was a big thing at Environment Committee on Tuesday. Uh, on Wednesday, we had our uh, City Council meeting, pretty busy day there. There was lots about housing at City Hall this week. The city put out the, uh, the new residential pipeline numbers. Uh, so you can check that out on my website if you're interested in, in how the city is doing on housing. That's at glengower.ca. Uh, we approved a brand new suite of uh, incentives for affordable housing. So developers who include at least 20% affordable housing in new builds, like apartments and so on, uh, are eligible to receive up to 8000 a year per unit over the next 20 years to a maximum of $5 million. So it's a significant uh, financial incentive to include more affordable housing. We uh, rejected some uh, a, a recommendation from staff about uh, restricting uh, brownfield remediation grants. Uh, this has been, over the past 15 years, a really important way to get polluted land cleaned up so you can build uh, mostly homes on this polluted land. So it's good for the environment. It uh, facilitates housing growth and uh, economic development uh, as well. So I was glad to see that. And uh, the city also asked, or the council directed staff to look into um, the feasibility of allowing four units per lot across the city. Currently, three units per lot are allowed based on a provincial uh, legislation that was passed recently. And the federal government has been encouraging municipalities to look at four or more units per lot. There could be some issues around that with, um, with servicing, water, sewers, stormwater, uh, and other factors. So we've asked staff to look at those different factors that might restrict the viability of that and uh, get back to us as part of a comprehensive zoning bylaw review that they're doing right now. So lots of policy work around housing um, and uh, there's more information on my website 
on my Substack, and I'll share some in my newsletter this week as well. Uh, if you're on my website, there's a really interesting piece there that we posted from Ottawa Public Health about something called the Nutritious Food Basket. This is a, a program where they study the price of a, a healthy food basket, going to the grocery store, buying healthy food for a family. What does that cost from year to year? So there's some really interesting data there on how uh, those costs are changing. And also um, a pretty stark statistic that one in seven families in our community experience food insecurity in the last year. One in seven. That's a, a you know just a, a staggeringly high number of people and certainly we're seeing that reflected. I know uh, Stittsville Food Bank, Bank has seen increasingly high demand so uh, there's another great organization where if you're looking to make a difference in the community and you can make a donation of food or cash please do. Looking ahead uh, so Saturday uh, Saturday the 25th, that's today, that would be the uh, day of the Canada Santa Claus Parade around the Hazeldean Mall in the Glen Cairn neighborhood. I'm planning to join some uh, West End Council colleagues for that one. And we are one week away from the Stittsville Parade of Lights on the evening of December 2nd. That's Saturday night along Stittsville Main Street. So I hope everybody will come out and join us for that. It's a great event. Uh, I'll be on the City of Ottawa float. We'll also have the OC Transpo Santa bus with, there as, uh, with us as well. The Stittsville Village Association runs this parade. They do an amazing job and they're looking for more volunteers. So if you or your family or your sports team or your workplace can help out. Uh, they need help manning the barricades to, to close off each of the side streets. So you get to watch the parade, you just have this extra responsibility uh, of manning the barricade and uh, you get to wear a, uh, a yellow safety vest as well. Good times. Uh, if you can help out as a volunteer, contact the Stittsville Village Association or email me and I'll pass your name on to the Village Association. They could still use a few more volunteers, so uh, please help out if you can. Uh, this Thursday, Stittsville Public School is celebrating the school's 75th anniversary. Now they've been at their new school uh, on uh, Granite Ridge for about 20 years or so, I think. Before that, uh, they were in what's now Frederick Banting School. And uh, when it was built 75 years ago, it was just a state-of-the-art school. Uh, Stittsville's public school was the envy of school boards all over the province. Anyways, happy birthday to Stittsville Public, celebrating 75 years. I'm going to try to drop by there Thursday afternoon. And on Friday, really looking forward to the official launch of this year's Christmas display on Cypress Gardens with the Turcotte family. It's going to be a fundraiser for the Stittsville Food Bank and uh, the official official kickoff is late on Friday afternoon. Uh, it's been a lot of fun over the last few years so I'm looking forward to seeing what they've done with the place this year. Two more things to remind you about before I wrap up. Uh, number one is uh, really good news. The Stittsville Canada Kiwanis Club is going to be opening a youth drop-in at Frederick Banting School on the second floor there starting in uh, uh, January, late January. They're looking for some volunteers. So this will be a youth drop-in for high school students. Um, very much needed and super happy to see this getting off the ground. If you want to help volunteer, uh, please contact the Kiwanis Group or uh, send me an email and I'd be happy to pass it along to them. And uh, 
Today, Saturday, is Small Biz Saturday. I know I said this last week, but I was wrong. It's actually today. It's never a bad time to support a local business. So uh, please make a point this weekend and every weekend of running some of your errands, at least at a local business here in Stittsville. Uh, they really appreciate your support and we appreciate having you local businesses here in our community. Anyhow, that's it for me. Thank you so much for watching and staying up to date with all the great things that are happening in our community and across the city. And I'll talk to you next week. Take care.